choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation. What are you going to do when something untoward happens? I mean, something really difficult, really hard. What are you going to do? Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec, and I am super glad that you're here with us today because I am here with my most amazing guest, Barry. Barry, thank you so much for being here with us today. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Now, Michelle, how can I make the categorical statement that all the thousands, if not tens of thousands of people that will be listening to this podcast are all good-looking? Because by definition, if they tune in to listen to you and your podcast, it means they're always looking for and finding the good. That's a good-looking person. Somebody's always looking for and finding the good in life. Isn't that true? That is so true. And of course, we're full of good looking people here. Yeah, that's what we do. We are good looking. Absolutely. So other than being fantastic, magnificent, and wonderful, give us a 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you love to do. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I can read to you what my mother um, has given me as the elevator speech, even though she's been gone now over uh, 35 years, but she handed it down from heaven. And she said, here's what you do whenever you get on a radio show, a podcast, television, just tell them the following. I am the ambassador of joy. And joy is a wonderful acronym. It stands for journey of you. Whenever I talk to wonderful people like Michelle, I emphasize the three fundamentals of life. Number one, pardon me. Number one, life has purpose. And if you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, you go mad. Mad is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in life, right? And the third fundamental of life is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, which we're going to do throughout this show, Michelle. We're going to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. The most simple example is the uh, WWW. Right now, this show is being carried throughout the world on the internet, right? And people can watch it, they can listen to it. And if you ask anybody, what does WWW stands for? Invariably, the Tayasu with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And what is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. And whenever you hear that opening bars of that great song, you know, by Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, what a wonderful world. What do you do right away? You can't help it. You smile. And smile is one of the most important words you can ever integrate, utilize, and leverage in your life. Because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. You want the 5,000-foot view, view? That's what I'm about. The ambassador of joy, journeying of you, discussing the idea of seeing miracles in life every day, no matter the circumstances. And I can tell you a couple of stories about circumstances. All righty, let's jump into circumstances. Then. Okay, well, <laughs> imagine <laughs> the following, everybody. 
standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound. That was me. And in that evening, being in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. Not an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease, which I never heard of the day before, took over my body and rendered me what's called a quadriplegic, which means nothing on my body moved from my neck down. All I could do was communicate with the blinking of my eyes. I was 144 days in the hospital. I was in a hospital bed in my own home for two years. I couldn't turn over by myself. I was four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today, many years later, 17 plus years later, I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven foot walking wand, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself and I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week, but you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. It's all because of that great word, smile. Learning to see miracles in life every day. And the simple proof, by the way, simplest proof. <laughs> A million people didn't get out of bed this morning, Michelle. You know why? They why? died. By definition, if you're watching this or you're listening to it, you didn't. If we have an obligation to live life to the full, live exuberantly. I got by this guy kind of quickly. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me and says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. I asked her, okay, why not? How come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. That was an um, eight-year-old. <laughs> but what was so she cute. doing? I recognize what she was doing. She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in, Michelle. Now, create is a wonderful word that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, because it's really about your thinking, a little bit what we call shift perspective. Now, I got to tell you, I thank God speak with thousands of people every week in podcasts and in person. I just did a... Um, a seminar in human beings in person, 1173 people. And I'm speaking about the idea of Barry Shore, about smile, and about the ability to shift perspective. And I urge everybody, be careful when you pronounce the word shift, because too many people drop the F in shift, and the other stuff happens. So you're going to be effing careful about your Fs. You got to have shift perspective just ever so slightly and what happens you cause rethinking because it's all about your mind isn't it how you approach things and i'm going to share with everybody right now the six most important words you might ever hear in your entire life and i would urge you to th think about them write them down and look at them and think about how you apply them in your life because these six words really make a difference these six words are choice not chance determines your destiny. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. You're right. Look what happened. I'm standing up in the morning in the evening. I'm a quadriplegic. Ah! How you respond to that situation makes all the difference in life, right? Because Absolutely. If you, if you choose to go under and just be depressed and say, why me? And when it's all over, then you're not going to be alive. You're not going to live. It's how you choose to respond in any situation. And let's be blunt, everybody has stuff. Everybody. You don't have to be a quadriplegic to say you have stuff, but everybody has stuff. That's, but 
It's how you respond, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Love it. So did all of this way of thinking come from the paraplegic experience or was we always this outgoing bubbly and phenomenal? So the answer is yes. (laughs) 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 Thank God I had, I grew up with an amazing role model. It was my mother. So I was always positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, having gone through all kinds of stuff. Hello, human being. But what happened because of being now a quadriplegic and still a paraplegic from my waist down, it, whatever I had before and being positive and outgoing was now on steroids. <laughs> you know, the, if I was going to play baseball or a sport, they say, no, get out of here. You're on steroids. Yes. So it became even stronger because I recognize I have a shortened amount of time and whatever time I have, I need to use it because I can't do the things that most everybody here listening can do. You know, just, I can't get out of this chair right now. If you're watching this, I can't sit up from this chair. I mean, you see my arms moving and such like that. If you're watching, I have to push on the arms such that, hey, but guess what? I can be vertical in the inventory. I'm not confined to a bed anymore. But I got to tell you, having a role model or several role models in my life that were positive and purposeful and powerful and pleasant made all the difference, made all the difference. Teenage angst, all that kind of stuff. Of course, that's real life. But to be able to live with it, I'll just tell you a quick, very quick story. My mother was born with a red wine stain over three quarters of her face, and it was pockmarked. Now, let's be realistic. In today's world, um, there's still bullying in school, right? Mm-hmm. But imagine going back over 100 years, you think kids were more kind then? <laughs> no, ah, no, I don't. <laughs> bullying was a way of life, right? And mm-hmm. imagine being a girl, a kid with red wine stain. I mean, hello. And she did, my mother didn't just get through it. It was if didn't even exist. She was that remarkable being who whatever happened, she was told by her parents, hey, that's the way it is. It's okay. You're, you're fine. You're wonderful. And how do I know this? Because when we were growing up, we met some a number of my mother's friends from high school. She kept friends all through her life. And we asked her, what's your, what was mommy like when going? She said, well, that's your mother. That's Frances. She's always that way. She makes friends. She goes out and does things. I mean, you know, red wine stain? Hello. So if my mother could do that, and not, again, not just get through it, but live a life full of exuberance, well, duh, that's the kind of model I grew up with. I love that. And I was going to ask you before you went into the story to pay tribute to your mom and homage and, you know, what made her that way. And how does somebody that's going through a tragedy of their child, you know, pick up the pieces and not look like they're broken and go, oh, my God, what do I do? Because I think it's very normal in our society to go, oh, everything's got to be perfect. And then when it's not perfect, all of a sudden it's like, oh, something's broken. And I broke it. You broke. Somebody broke it. So let's let's be realistic. And I say this with affection to anybody listening. If you even think 
for a millisecond that life is supposed to be a garden path strewn with roses. <laughs> what? It's not? I, I'm sorry. <laughs> you must not have gotten past the age of 12. <laughs> you know, because those rose petals that are there right now, they decompose after a few days. And after a few more days, they even stink. Hello, it's rose petals. You know, that's it's called mulch. And then you have, you know, in order to have a garden grow, you need to have something we call manure or what do they have better names for that kind of stuff? But fertilizer. Hello, <laughs> that's life. The genius of life is that it is life. Life is a great acronym that stands for living inspirationally for eternity. When you realize that everything in life is there for your benefit, imagine thinking this way, everything in life is for your benefit. Let's take a look at the, one of the most, the most search word term on the internet, Michelle. Even during COVID, by the way, this word is stress. Stress, did Barry Shula say stress? Yes. Is there any person alive that doesn't live with, or in quotation marks, suffer from stress? Not possible. The good news is that you can use stress to your advantage. Let's take a look at the, the Barry Shaw way of looking at stress. Okay, you ready? Absolutely. So stress is spelled S-T-R-E-S-S. -S. Duh. It stands for, it's a great acronym, Stomach Turning Reality Enabling Self-Sabotage. Do you know what happened? I may have lost my job. My, we're going to lose the house. My cousin committed suicide. The kids are going crazy. They're not in the school. The country's falling apart. <laughs> now, people either express that outwardly or they feel that way inwardly. Like everything is falling apart. I can't control anything. And you're right, you can't, except for one thing. Let's take a look at the Barry Shaw way of looking at stress. Stomach turning reality. Absolutely. Yeah, you may have lost your job. You may lose the house. Your cousin did commit suicide. The kids are going crazy and the country's falling apart. Okay. Enabling self-success. Self-success? How is that possible? What? With stress. Because we said these six words, choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation. What are you going to do when something untoward happens? I mean, something really difficult, really hard. What are you going to do? Curl up in you a ball and cry. Yeah. You know, you, <laughs> you if you're going to let it destroy you, well, that's your choice. But that is really not going to be the best thing for you, is it? And remember, joy stands for journey of you. This whole process that we're talking about, Michelle and I, is all about you becoming the best you. Nothing to do with Barry Shore. Yeah, great guy. Very fun. Okay. He and is not awesome. Even, not even Michelle, wonderful woman she is. This show is about you. Why are you? You becoming the best you possible. Because when you're in the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony. You create more joy, happiness, peace, and love. So the world, we need you to be the best you. It doesn't mean you have to be tough and say, no matter what happens, I'm going to be. On the contrary, learn how to be resilient, how to be soft, how to be working with things. And yes, reach out to friends and listen to podcasts, like listen to the Barry Shore podcast whenever you can, because this will help you. How Drop you the link. Respond. What's, your, what's your podcast? Oh, my Barry, or go to barryshore.com. B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. 
There's some remarkably wonderful, uplifting podcasts there, great people, all kinds of things. By the way, I also have a a free gift, if I may. Michelle. Of course. I wasn't going to go there yet, but you go right ahead. Okay. So um, I'm happy to say that I've written a book that is not just a bestseller, it means it sells a lot of copies, but it's it touches people. It helps people. That's why I read it. I mean, I wrote it. Actually, I read it and I wrote <laughs> <You did> it. Right. <laughs> it's called The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, 11 Strategies for Learning How to Live in Joy Daily, free, free ebook. All you have to do is send an email to Barry, B-A-R-O-Y, at barryshaw.com. In the heading, just put Michelle, free ebook. It's yours. And, and it makes a difference. You will go mad when you read the book. Mad means... <laughs> make a difference, because that's what you want to do in life. And uh, look, the, the reality of life is that there's always stress. There always will be. It's what you choose to do with it. That's really the key. Cool. I'm anyway. going to ask you a question. I don't know if anybody's ever asked you before. What's your take on the rainbow spectrum of human emotions? I wholeheartedly agree that they exist. At the same time, I am not just a believer, but a practitioner of being able to decide what to do with my emotions. Emotions are wonderful. <laughs> They're so fabulous. How are you going to love somebody if you don't have emotions? But if you let emotions rule your mind, then you're never going to be able to really fulfill your purpose in life. But if you let your mind only rule your emotions, you'll never be able to fulfill your purpose in life. It's the ability to understand the range of emotions in you. So I'm going to say back to you something, Michelle, that I urge people to do when I do my webinars as a half day or full day webinar, or a seminar. And it involves something really high tech, so I urge everybody to get ready. I mean, this is high tech. It is a blank piece of paper and a pen. Okay, if you really want to be able to, you can use a pencil. <laughs> and the big thing to do is to make a circle, a big circle. When I, by the way, I got to tell you a funny story. When I, I do the, <clears throat> the seminars, especially in person, and I ask people to make a circle on their paper, you'd be amazed at the range of circle sizes. Because <laughs> I didn't say what size to make a circle, right? So there are some people who make very small circles. My wife is like that. She makes a small circle. And there are people like me, you know, fill up the whole page. So I'm, I prefer the whole page, but you can make whatever you want. But make a circle large enough to be able to divide it in three like the peace symbol or the Mercedes-Benz symbol, whichever resonates with you more. And in one of the three areas, you're going to write a dollar sign. And another one of the areas, you're going to write the letter R. And another, the last one, you're going to write the letter H. So these three areas are the areas that A are the ones that cause stress in life. And then you decide how to work with them. Money, either too much or too little. Relationships, family, friends, et cetera, et cetera. And health, either your own or somebody else's. Somebody, everybody has somebody that's really close to them that has some health issue if it's not you. 
Those are the only three things that cause stress or can cause stress. And how do you deal with them? So when I do this, you make that circle, you put them in, and now we delineate under each one of these three things only, maximum three. I like to keep it a two, but maximum three. And what are your particular goals in each one? And you need to write them down. In other words, what is your goal of money? You can't just say, I want to be rich. That's not a goal. You know, I, I, I'd like to be, not like, I will be earning X and here's how I do it. And the same thing with relationships. There's a great word that I use when I talk about relationships. You're going to love this one, Michelle. It's called yaw-yaw. Y-A-W, <laughs> Y-A-W. Now we all know this. It's very funny when I tell you, you're going to figure it out. But we all know this. You are who you associate with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. literally that simple. Wait, wait. <laughs> because when you begin to look at who you're associating with, you will begin to unfold and understand what it is, who you are, and what you want to do. And if there's a family member that's causing you untold stress, then you need to be able to recognize it and maybe remove oneself. Same thing with a friend or what somebody was a friend. Then there's health issues. How do you deal with health? So I'll tell you a great story. Ready for a wonderful story? I am. Yes. Okay. I love how Michelle smiles, by the way. She lights up the screen. She lights up a room. I mean, she is smile. Remember what it says? Seeing miracles in life. Come on. <laughs> so, like a little kid and like yeah so we are oh by the way okay so even before i tell the great story i'm going to talk about little kids since you brought it up okay everybody everybody has four ages that you deal with at the same time because we're talking to people presumably that everybody's over the age of 25 that everybody's listening i'll presume for the moment if you're over the age of 25, this happens to you. Everybody has four ages. You have your chronological age, you have your metabolic age, you have your mental acuity, and you have your SOW, which I'll tell you in a moment. <clears throat> so chronologically, I'm 73. Metabolically, I'm 46 because I swim two miles a day, six okay. days a week, which I'll talk about in a moment. That's the great story. Um, mental acuity is 28 because I work with a lot of 28 year olds, 25, 26, 30. I'm in that milieu that I'm working with them on websites and business and marketing, etc. And my SOW is eight. What's an SOW? Sense of wonder. Ooh. Yeah, you don't want to be much below eight and you don't want to get into double digits. Seven, eight, nine. Wow. Think about yourself or somebody that you know who's an eight-year-old and they can't walk down a block without looking at that. What about this? What's going on here? Is that constantly involved in understanding or wanting to know more? Keep your sense of wonder because without that, you're not going to be a blossoming, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal being. So let me tell you a great story. I'm a quadriplegic. <laughs> Nothing in the body's moving. <clears throat> one day, my attendant, one of my attendants, put me in a wheelchair and brought me outside, rolling down the area where we lived. Beautiful place. And I have a number of neighbors. We were close. Uh, when my neighbor comes running over to me and said, Look, I know what happened. 
And I got to tell you, I'm going to have you out of that chair and walking within a year. I said, wow, that's great. I'll listen to anybody. I mean, I couldn't move my arm. And I, I, he said, because I am the best aquatic therapist in the world. Now, I love people who are confident. <laughs> so if he tells me he's the best aquatic therapist in the world, then guess what? He is. Okay, so aquatic therapy, just like it sounds, it means you, they put me in the water and remember, I can't move anything. And they put flotation devices on my legs, on my tummy and on my arms. And they, they're his, his people start moving me around. And we do this two or three times a week for the course of many, many months, maybe even a year, I can't remember now. And by the way, the genius of life, at least in North America is, it's, it's so wonderful. You go to most any pool, a public pool, and they have something called a Hoyer lift, which is a special lift for people who have issues like me, paralyzed. Move the wheelchair next to it and put it in the, in the chair, picks you up, move it in, put you in the water, takes you out. I mean, hello, otherwise it couldn't be in the water, right? I'd drown. And now they move me around. So I'm going to make the story very short. After about a year of this, one day I'm able to move my arms over my head. And guess what? My body moved. Woo! <laughs> I did about three of those strokes and I hit my head on the edge of the pool. <laughs> and it felt so good. <laughs> yeah, everybody was like, you're okay. I'm fine. I'm loving it. And I turned around. And I did the other side back and back and forth. I didn't stop. I didn't stop for 98 minutes, 98 minutes, nonstop. I was outside in Southern California with the sun on me. And I didn't want to stop ever because right. I'm moving, swimming. I couldn't move my feet, but I could move my arms over my head because I have flotation devices and everything. I swim a mile. So, I mean, I'm elated. And I said to myself, hey, hold on, you haven't moved in a year and all of a sudden you swim a mile? Dude, <laughs> I, I haven't I haven't moved in two years. Two. And now I swim. I couldn't do I'm that when I was a civilian. I mean, that's what I call it. We know I'm in the service now. And I said to myself, if I could do that once, one mile, one time, I could do it again. So I started doing it twice a week, and then nice. three times a week, and then four times because I'm driven. You see, you my personality. I'm mm, <laughs> bull in China shop. And um, <laughs> so I, I kept doing a mile at a time and such. And after about another almost a year, I was able to turn on my tummy. And they took off the, the flotation device of my, my tummy, and from my arms and I had paddles on my hands because you see my fingers don't close. And I use a snorkel, but I now swim like Johnny Weissmuller or Michael Phelps. <laughs> okay, not as fast, not as smooth. And I now <laughs> swim two miles a day, six days a week. And I've been doing that for more than a dozen years. And as of as of today, Michelle, I have more than 8,651 miles that have accumulated, which means I'm more than a third of the way around the world. And my goal is to swim around the world. That's what I want to do. My goal to swim around the world. I was a former quadriplegic, and now my goal is to swim around the world. Hello, is that not uplifting for anybody? Anybody? Right? You're like a blue whale. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what we do. We're here to serve. We're here to serve. That's all I want to do. I urge everybody to get the free ebook. Read it. Use the strategies. There's nothing in your way except you. 
Love it. The only, and by the way, let's relate all this to business because part of what we're talking about is business, right? Mm -hmm. We want to talk about business. Can't raise a million dollars without it. Yep. Um, by the way, just, um, I don't know if Michelle's going to read it later, but I'll just tell you right now. Uh, <clears throat> part of my business background is that I am blessed to tell everybody that I have two multi-million dollar exits to public companies. I built two companies on the internet. This is all before I was paralyzed. And I have three issued US patents. And in the process of my quadriplegia, I have created in my mind and we executed, I brought in some friends of mine to build a platform for philanthropy that Oprah wrote up in one in her magazine because it was so good. And I'm building another platform right now that its mission is the following. You ready for this? Put on your seatbelt, kids. The mission is to give $1 billion to charity without costing any giver a penny. You might say, how do you do that? We won't talk about it at the moment, but I'm just letting everybody know. That's the mission I built into my mind. I put all the pieces together. I, I know where the, where the pieces are to make it all happen. But the mission, is that not, is that not a big mission? That's a big mission. That's big, hairy, audacious goal. And that's what we're doing, to give $1 billion without costing any giver a penny. Woo! Nice. So I know you've got me fascinated. Are we able to go to BarryShore.com and find out more as is no, the- it's, it's in stealth. What? But if we, you'll be finding out about it um i'm gonna tell everybody right now it's we're in the midst of august i don't know when we're gonna this will be yeah, but somebody might be listening to this two years from now they okay don't. but uh, certainly by the end of the year you'll be knowing about it and, and being able to participate it's it's so cool it's so you wonderful. better have something on barry at some point yeah i yeah. better yeah <laughs> i just you gotta see michelle when she lights up and a smile it's one thing but when she gives you the finger <laughs> <laughs> now we happen to be an index finger so that was good but <laughs> it's a good finger <laughs> right they, the index finger is fine if she gave that that was the italian way <laughs> uh, it's like really a threat that's all <laughs> yeah I, I would like to say something about business though yes. uh, because it it really is it, it's an animating part of my world mm. it really moves me i love business. I love doing business. I like participating in business. And I, I hold that business people are the nicest, most important people in the whole world. And I urge everybody to understand, I don't care if you think you're an employee, you're not. And if you think you're an employer, you're not. You're a business person. You really work for yourself. And what you do is you create an opportunity for other people to work with you. And I'm going to prove it to you from the word business. See, the word business in English is spelled B-U-S-I-N-E-S-S, -S, right? Yes. Notice something amazing about the word business, Michelle. Mm -hmm. The U comes before the I. See, the whole purpose of business is understanding what is it that the U needs, the other. How do I serve best? That's what business is really built on, service. When you recognize that you're here to serve and you do that well, you do it what we call faster, better, cheaper and than almost anybody. And you do it in a way that delivers what you promise. Imagine that. 
that you deliver what you promise or even more so, then you're creating business. You're creating what I call a cog in the giant machine of life. Now, people tend to think that a cog is something small, but it's not. It's essential. Every cog is essential because it stands for channel of goodness or a child of God. When you're a child of God, it's not that, gee, I'm just a cog. The machine can't run without you. We need you. The world needs you. Business is built the you before the I. When you recognize that you are here in service and you understand the one word that animates the joy of living, all summed up in one word, giving. Giving. Giving of yourself, your time, your energy, your imagination. And then what happens is the world gets better. Remember we talked about yo-yo? Mm -hmm. You are who you associate with. Those beings that you associate with now become attracted to you. And they are filled with positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant energy. The world is built on energy, right? Am I correct? Absolutely. That's the word love, by the way. Love stands for living on vibrating energy. Ooh. Yeah, that was a woo-woo. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that shining face. That If you're only listening to this, by the way, you're missing out on something amazing. So, but if you are, at least I can tell you about Michelle's broad, toothy, eye-sparkling <laughs> smile. Uh, I've been called abroad before, but never like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about your businesses, because I know you have a ton of business acumen, and I know that oftentimes entrepreneurs get kind of stuck in the stress, the negative stress that they create in their business. And I want to talk about the motion of moving that starting to find the right people, starting to find the right energies to hang out in, like getting those cogs churning so that they're working for you in a way that feels fun and fluid and awesome. So talk to me first about the businesses that you ran and kind of how this energy helped you to, to bring them public and sell them. So let's talk about the point that you mentioned, which I think is, is so important because I see it, I speak with people, I recognize it. I'm, I'm, I can't say that it never happened to me. Of course it did. People, everybody gets stuck. How does one get unstuck? So with your permission, I'm going to urge people to listen to three very practical tools that I use and that I have shared with almost 10,000 people who pay good money for it, by the way. <laughs> so I'm going to give you the high level, obviously, if you want to get deep, you know, I work with people, but the well, point is these three practical tools will literally enable you to get unstuck. Now you live in Canada, Michelle, and I'm sure that you've had snow in the ground at some point during the year where it, you live. It's been noticed. 
Yeah, and so I grew up in uh, Boston, Massachusetts, where not as, maybe you're actually on the same parallel, interesting to look at, maybe same latitude, when I grew up in a place where there was snow in the winter and such, and so I was used to snow tie tires getting stuck in the snow. Mm -hmm. And how do you get out of that place where you're stuck? Well, everybody knows that if you just keep pressing on the gas, and the, and the wheels are spinning, <laughs> nothing's going to happen. You're going to either get deeper, you're not going to go anywhere because that's a losing strategy. No matter how much you, you hit the steering wheel and you're on the gas. Okay, granted. Now, what you can do is start using strategies. You either had, oh, I thought ahead, I had snow tires, or I had chains, or you could use sand, or you can put a board down sometime. We've done it all. You get three other of your friends pushing, you know, okay, I'm getting stuck. Here we go. Number one rule for getting unstuck is learning how to breathe. Did Barry should say breathe? Of course I'm breathing. Duh, I'm alive. I can't, I'm breathing. Breathing, shallow breathing, just to be alive. That's not what we're talking about. What I'm describing here is what we call diaphragmatic breathing. There's only two little difficulties with it, Michelle. Number one is most people can't spell it and they don't know where it is in the body. So I call it tummy breathing. It's easier to understand. And again, and that's why cuter. <laughs> <laughs> this is on my website. It's on my YouTube channel. I show you how to do this. It's so simple that when you learn to do this, and it takes four conscious loving breaths. That's it. Four conscious loving breaths to learn how to do this exercise, and you do it twice a day, once before noon, once afternoon, for 11 days in a row. By the 12th day of the practice, you can be consciously calm and aware. And that's really what you want, is to be able to breathe in through your nose, deep into your tummy, and then let it out slowly through your mouth. It takes about 12, 14 seconds, depending on who you are. So in less than a minute, because you do four of these, just slowly, your whole being shifts. Remember the shift? You got to pronounce the F. And you do this twice a day, you will find that after by the 12th day or after certainly after that, you won't want to stop. Then you'll be able to get to a place, no matter what's happening, that you'll start the process of being unstuck. Breathe. It works, by the way. I mean, I just, I've, I've done this with thousands, many thousands of people around the world. Okay. And a profound statement, by the way, in case you missed that one, is when you learn to breathe, you will no longer want to stop. <laughs> one of the most wonderful host I've ever been with. That's Aww. you. Hey. That was, good. That was great. <laughs> I love it. I have to remember to do it again. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, you're, gonna, you're not going to want to stop. <laughs> Gee, that feels good breathing. <laughs> right? Okay. The next important practical tool, again, these are business tools. Mm -hmm. Business tools. We're not talking about woo-woo. And this and that, you know, walking out your yoga class. This is business tools. Practical 
tool. Number two, practice gratitude. How do you practice gratitude? Well, <clears throat> here's how we do it. Consciously and conscientiously say and use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day. You know what three looks like. Consciously and conscientiously use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day. And these two words are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted in his, in his writings and I've seen it and he's quoted as saying, I, I've seen in his writings, be thankful every day. And there's no way you can't be, <laughs> it's, it's always possible. It means the ability to not just say thank you like you do, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Consciously and conscientiously, because when you do this consciously, you are bringing together your entire being and now you become aware of who you are, where you are at that very moment. And now you are unstuck because you can't be stuck when you're conscious about something, right? Mm -hmm. And again, three times a day, and I'm talking about from now for the rest of your life, because if you do it, not only will it be good for you, be good for your family, your friends, and all living beings. Nice. And by the way, <clears throat> these things I'm telling you right now, these three things mm -hmm. will make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. And I guarantee it. Oh, your money back. <laughs> Happier, healthier, and wealthier. Okay. Number awesome. three. Great. Number three. Get ready. Drum roll. Fanfare. Da -da -da -da. Learn to love dog poop. <laughs> I didn't have to say a thing. <laughs> Did Barry Shore just say learn to love dog poop? Yes. Makes great fertilizer. Right. Ah, very good. <laughs> but what is dog poop? Remember, the three fundamentals of life are number one, life has purpose. Number two, go mad. And number three, unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. You got to agree, this is everyday stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Dog poop is an amazing acronym that stands for doing of good, power of one person. Mm -hmm. Yes. When you recognize the power that you have as one person, because Michelle, I can tell you again from working for years with many people. Emphatically, people, I will never be two people. And you'll, you'll always, people tend to say, but it, you know, what can I do? I'm just one person. You ever hear that? I have. What can I do? If you even began to understand how powerful your thoughts are, how powerful your words are, how powerful your deeds are, you would never have a negative thought, a negative word or negative action. You make a difference. Doing of good consciously and conscientiously. Doing of good deciding to do something good, carrying it out with a word or an action, the power of one person. What you do 
reaches out to another, to another, to another, to another, to another, to another. I'm reminded, if I'm not mistaken, Michelle, a number of years ago, there was a man, he was either in a wheelchair or he had an, he was an amputee who either rolled across Canada or ran across Canada. Am I remembering something about this? Yes, you are. <laughs> and I was going, well, Terry Fox did it on one leg and Steve. Okay, so I'm, I'm not misremembering. There was one person who took it upon himself to yes. run across or walk across Canada. <laughs> Rick Hansen. There you go. What? Sorry, Rick. <laughs> What's his name? Rick Hansen. Wow. On one leg? Or um, Terry Fox was one leg, Rick Hansen was in a wheelchair. Hello. The power of one person. So I say to you before, remember, I'm swimming around the world. Well, in order for me to continue swimming two miles a day, six days a week, and get around the world, I'll be 115. Nice. Now, I, maybe I can do it. I'm not going to give up. But what I'm looking to do is to partner with some major people to be partnering with that also will swim two miles a day. One of those people is Michael Phelps, by the way. Nice. Lenny Kraselberg. Lenny Kraselberg is a, a famous swimmer, has four gold medals and a world record holder. Mark Spitz. So we're creating a team that each will swim two miles a day, 500 miles in a year. So together, each team of two people swims a thousand miles. Because right now, I have over almost eighty-seven hundred. So we got a good base. We only need sixteen thousand more. <laughs> but I want it to be one hundred fifty. So you do things together. But it's one person reaching out to another, to another, to another. So learn to love dog poop. <laughs> and even just thinking about it, you'll start laughing like Michelle does. Every time you walk by, if you're walking with a friend and you see dog poop, you start laughing. Saying, and the person says, what are you doing? Why are you laughing? He said, well, I was listening to Michelle's podcast. She had on this crazy guy, Barry Shaw. He said, love dog poop. And the, your friend says, what's that all about? And you tell your friend, doing of good, power of one person. The other person said, wow, that's pretty cool. How do we do that? You hear that? Because that's what people want to do. People want to do good. You know what a chiropractor is, Michelle, right? Yes, it is. Everybody knows what a chiropractor is. So in a chiropractor, you, you know, physically, you're feeling just a, uh, a little bit off. So you go to the chiropractor, and either he or she goes, <laughs> ah, you're aligned, right? You're a physical being. Mm -hmm. I like to urge people to become your own spiritual chiropractor. What does that mean? It means to align your thoughts in good, your words in good, and your deeds in good. When you're aligned with your thoughts, your words, and your deeds, you're now in flow. And when you're in flow, you become that channel of goodness, that child of God. And you, yes, you get to love dog poop and laugh about it. <laughs> you get to say thank you consciously and conscientiously you get to breathe deep into your being and with literally less than a minute you are consciously calm and aware and these practical tips and tools will enable you to become unstuck and you will be truly amazed at what's going to happen in your business because you're going to be working with the law of attraction 
the law of attraction. When people hear the word law, Michelle, they tend to clam up a little bit and they think of that whirling thing and the cord and all that. Law is an acronym that stands for love and wisdom. That's the law we live with, love and wisdom. When you're working with that, your business blossoms, it grows because you put the you before the I and you're in the process of giving. Love it. So peeps, if you want more of Barry, go to barryshore.com and be sure to email him, barry at barryshore.com and with the subject line, Michelle, in case you forgot about that. So Barry, I do have to ask you, at what point in life did you know that you were a special kind of crazy enough to think that you could become an entrepreneur? When? Yeah. When I was five. And what was going on? It's very funny. When I was, um, my mother used to joke. People asked her, was he always this talkative? She said, well, at the age of six months, he was saying the Kettysburg Address <laughs> from memory. <laughs> so the answer is no. But but I do remember at the age of five, memorizing a poem and wanting to say it over in front of my parents. They used to play something called gin rummy. Yep. At, a, at their gin, before they played, they sat down and said, I'd like to recite a poem. I was five years old. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> oh, it's too much. So, fun. did you get a standing ovation? Did you get, you know, money thrown at you? Uh, well, money would have been nice. No, but I, did. <laughs> I must tell you, it's so interesting you say that. I didn't get a standing O, but I did get a lot of applause. Fun. And and the vibe was all positive. Right. And I tell anybody that will listen to me, you, there's nothing better in life than being the conduit to make somebody else happy. happy. Love that. Awesome. Uh, Barry, you have been absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. I know how valuable it can is. Can we do two quick things? I'd like to give you a hug in front of hundreds of thousands of people and Excellent. leave everybody with a blessing. Can we do that? Of course, because I was going to ask you what your last words were for oh, people. Okay. Well, but they they're not going to be your last words. Word. Right. So, so two things. <laughs> okay. So hug. We're going to give Michelle a hug in front of all you thousands of people. And hug stands for heartfelt, unlimited giving. Aww. So on the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> And our blessing from Barry and Michelle is, go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. <laughs> awesome. Peeps, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show and join our Facebook group, Business Ownership Secrets to Scaling, because we love helping you grow. Thank you for listening to our show. I'm all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support that they need to make it in business. As such, the notes for this show can be found at our website at awarenessstrategies.com 
slash blog. Be sure to subscribe, give us a rating, I like five stars personally, and share with your friends.